Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of the Making Sense Podcast. I go by the name Arnold. Subject of today will be my review on Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania. If you don't know what I do, what reviews on TV shows and movies that I like, and I usually give you guys my take on that said movie or TV show. So, obviously, as I will be talking about what happened in the movie, there will 100% be spoilers, right? So, now that I put disclaimer on, if you're not caught up to the movie... You've been warned, right? So, this is probably one of my weirdest experiences in recent years because the movie Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, there was so much hype behind it. And if you don't know, at the moment, the movie is at 48% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is kind of the second lowest rated MCU movie on the platform. So, you know, it, it really means something, but at the same time, to me, it don't really mean something. So I'm obviously going to, we're going to get into all the stuff that I liked in the movie, all the stuff that I, you know, dislike in the movie. But I'll be honest, I was expect. I usually don't watch even cr- what critics says about the movies because I feel like it kind of ruined your experience because in some way, shape or form, depending on what they said, it kind of influenced your judgment. And I love to go in the movie theaters or even when I'm watching a TV show and pretty much being like a white canvas and with no type of other people's opinion so I can make my own, right? But unfortunately, because it was such a huge thing, I saw the reviews for the movie and I was expecting like a piece of shit. I'm going to be honest. I was expecting to see one of the most garbage slash trash, like slash like unwatchable MCU movie. And to be honest... That's not what this movie is. I'm going to be honest. I liked Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. I think it's actually a good movie. Now, granted, I'm not saying it's the best one. I'm not saying it's even in... It's definitely not in my top 10. I don't think it's even in my eh, top 15, maybe, right? But it's really not a bad movie. It's not how people made it perceived to be. And it's really odd because... When I was watching the movie, I was like, you know, there were times, the action, and I would, like I said, I would definitely get into because I do have a lot of criticism on the movie. But to me, like forty-eight percent is the type of movie that you watch as far as like expectation-wise. To me, forty-eight percent is like a movie like I don't even sit the whole time and I just leave like midway, like I just get the fuck out of the movie theaters and I go just you know like do something else, pretty much. That's to me, 48%, and it's not just Rotten Tomatoes in general, people, like, panned the movie, like, the movie got so much backlash, like, I genuinely wonder, because although I can understand some of the criticism, like I said, the movie's not even perfect, but, it, like, it's not the worst MCU movie, bro, like, I, it's not to me, I think it's better than Thor, Love and Thunder, I think it's better than, although, you know, it's not a movie, but She-Hulk, She-Hulk was garbage, I think this is like way better than She-Hulk, it's better than Doctor Strange 2, to me, and it's also better than Moon Knight, like, it's better than Thor, uh, The Dark World, which were like, you know, probably the mo- the lowest MCU movie rated, I'd still believe it's also better than the second Guardian of the Galaxy, right? But like I said, that's why I was, there was like, I was genuinely confused when I watched the movie. I was like, I didn't really get what people was, you know, talk, talking about, to be honest. But yeah, like I said, about the movie, right? So maybe one of the reasons why there was like such a huge disconnect, I feel like people went in the movie theater expecting a movie about Ant-Man when it's really a Kang 
like story. It's it's a Kang story told in an Ant Man movie. So if you went out there expecting to see a movie about Ant Man, I felt like you will most likely you were definitely disappointed, especially if you like the franchise. I think Ant- the Ant Man franchise is probably the weakest of the MCU. Like I think it's like at the bottom. I didn't. By the way, like full disclosure, I did not like Ant Man and the Wasp. Like the second movie, I think that that one was terrible as well. But we didn't say too much. But to be honest. I think it wasn't really about Ant-Man. So all the stuff that if you like the Ant-Man franchise, I feel like all the stuff that made it special, they didn't really capitalize off of it. And they really made a movie about Kang. And like I said, it's a Kang story, right? Scotland, he kind of takes the back scene in his own movie. And he's really like all the stuff that made the previous entry special. I feel like they pretty much got lost in the movie because the movie is kind of a darkest tone because Kang is the new like the he's the new Thanos for for lack of better words. I felt like he's the new it's not I felt like it's he's the new antagonist for the multi multiversal saga, like the new one with the whole multiverse. Cause if you don't know where we're going, that's pretty much what this is. Like the new Avengers movie, which will be called Avengers Kang Dynasty. This is the reason why we get introduced to Kang, because he's the new big bad. And I think on that specific effect the movie pretty much delivered, right? It's like if you're if you're expecting like if you're expecting to see an Ant-Man movie, I can understand why people were disappointed. But to me, it's the movie is really not that bad, bro. Like, and I feel like there's a huge divide. Like the critics, they put the movie at like 48%, and the people they put it like you know 80%. So to me, 80%, and I would definitely side with the audience. To me, it's a good movie. That's why I'm a little confused, right? So I'm a, I'm gonna I'm get into like the details, right? So I, I think like there's probably negative and positive, and since you know I'm trying to be in a, in a positive a little bit, I think we'll stop with the negative and we'll end up on the positive, right? Just so we can end up on the positive note. So as far as negative, the number one, the standout, and I feel like the one that everyone criticized, rightfully so, is the CGI slash the special effects. It, we've seen the trend on the MCU, especially since the beginning of the Phase Four. The movies look disgusting. They look horrible. And I'm not giving them no bell because if I'm being honest, I'm super harsh on DC because I think they don't make great movies. But I have, aside from maybe like Superman, like his like weird Joe in Justice League, I don't think they've ever given us such poor, like, you know, poor made like special effects. And I feel like in some ways it's kind of disrespectful. Like it's like they, they don't even respect the audience time to make the movie look actually good because Ant-Man 3, like Quantumania, is 200 million budget. Like, it's a movie that's 200 million budget and the CGI looks fucking horrendous. Like, it's, you know, we've, like I said, we've heard this st- stuff, we've seen it in um, She-Hulk, like the CGI was so bad, Doctor Strange as well at times, Black Widow at times, and it's just so weird for a studio that just like, you know, I feel like there's been the trend they will most likely will put the quantity over quality and now we can really see it because there's no way this shit looks that bad. It, it, it's not acceptable, to be honest. Like, it's it kind of gives off, like, this impression of, like, sloppiness, like, laziness. Like, you know, it's like they don't, they didn't even really take the time to properly work on the movie once the movie was done, right? If the movie is set in the fucking quantum realm... Why is when we watching the stuff, everything is blurred, it's weird looking, there's no like, like I said, it feels empty. Although there's a lot of stuff going on in the, since the quantum realm has been teased since Ant-Man 1 
and they kind of used it to time travel as well. To me, I was expecting something completely different and they definitely did not deliver. It looks really bad. Like, at times, I'm going to be honest, I, I went to watch a movie with a friend and at times it looked like you was watching like an episode of the no disrespect but the mandalorian and even it's actually it's not even fair to put on the mandalorian because sometimes the special effects is actually way better but it, it looked like a bad like cgi episode of i don't know fucking the flash or from like the cw so yeah to me on that specific effect on that specific point the cgi i can't shoot them no bell the cgi was disgusting and i'm using yeah maybe it sounds a little harsh but cgi was definitely like and that's not like acceptable for like a studio like Marvel to give us an end product that looks that bad. They already did it with She-Hulk and people weren't too offended about it. But now for a movie, like for like a two hour, this about two hour movie, you, you can't give us that. Like that's especially a movie when you introduce the new, your new big bad of the MCU that it can't look that bad, right? And granted, it's not the only point, but I think that's the main one. Like, it, it, it looks really weird. And it looks ugly. Uh, let's just, I'm, I'm gonna be honest, right? So, another point, right? Like I said, Ant Man every front and center in the movie, right? It's like, it kind of deals with like his broken relationship with his daughter. But to be honest, like, it's, it's not even broken, but like, you know, she's like, Every rebellious teen, she's acting out, blah, 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 yeah. you weren't there when I was like, just, you know, you weren't there taking care of me. He's like, yeah, but he, you know, he disappeared for five years like everyone else. But pretty much, you know, it's, he's, his relationship is like, he kind of became estranged with his daughter. But I felt like they never really got too deep into it. And it was quite superficial how, how they kind of solved it. So to me, like, that was like actually a bit corny. So, like I said, it's like, it's not from Kang. There's no character that has a, a good, like, evolution as far as arc. And they're really shallow, right? It's like there's no meaningful character development in the movie for any character. And to me, when you have so many characters, you have Ant-Man, the Wasp, you have Cassie, you have Hank Pym, Janet. And none of them kind of, like, you can't really tell me for, you know, the story that they got when they actually got to, you know... When we got to know them a little better, like we don't really know Janet too much. She just appeared at the end of the the second one. So yeah, to me that's another point uh, that was like a poor decision made as far as like the writing goes. Uh, another point I would say as well, killing Kang at the end of the movie. We don't know if he's dead, dead, but uh, I don't know. You introduced the new big bad, although it's just one variant of Kang. I don't know. I was expecting him to be the the villain that we would get to see in the Avengers King Dynasty movie turns out we won't see him or maybe he will like you know show up again but yeah to me killing him didn't really make too much sense right another one and I'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm use it the humor in the MC movie really fell off I, I gotta be honest like it used to be funny sometimes like, some of the jokes were corny but I kid you not I think I probably laughed like once or twice in the movie but overall, all the jokes were corny, and it was like, it felt flat, forced. It's not as bad as in Thor, Love and Thunder, where literally every scene has got to be comedy. But nah, to me, like, I wasn't satisfied with the end product. Something else, Modoc, right? Speaking of bad humor, like, to me, Modoc was not funny at all. Like, to be honest, he was like, and it's something that I hate the MCU does. I don't know if you know a little bit about comics, but Modoc is kind of a big deal in the comics, so... Not only they ridiculed him the whole time, but 
and you know the cgi on this set don't even get me started it looks just weird like it don't you don't even like it looks fucking weird i'm gonna be honest but you know there's no afterthought as far as like who is supposed to be his place in the mcu we get introduced to him and then boom he's dead and you know even how they brought up his death didn't make too much sense right it's like he was used as a comic relief right and even like the redemption at the end that he got it kind of came out of nowhere and it was hard to buy and it's one of these things you know when they kill characters like such like potential to be honest and they you know they kill him off so now we'll never get to see it's a little bit like when Wu and shang chi i wish i wish they didn't and yeah like i said to me it was like a waste re they they were better off not putting modok in the movie i'm gonna be honest and that's just me, right? But yeah, that's that's one another thing like humor, like big, you know, just piggybacking off of you the humor part that was to me not funny. I think what they did, the treatment they gave Modog, like didn't work as well. Now another one, right? The multiverse. I feel like we've had, I think we've had, I counted, we've had. 18 project in marvel phase 4 not including ant-man and quantumania i think it's uh, uh seven i don't i don't know, like something like we've had 18 projects pretty much right or 16 i don't know i don't exactly remember but we've had so many projects in phase 4 and you know they announced us that we're in the multiverse saga i feel like no one is able to clearly define what the multiverse is what is it a threat who are supposed to protect the multiverse? What's the, the end game? Like, I feel like we still don't know. And that was the movie. And that's like, that was the pivotal point for, for us for, to learn about what the multiverse was. Because Kang is a multiversal villain. We don't know if he's a villain from the multiverse. We don't know if he's a villain from time travel. And all these questions that we had, all these interrogations, they were, you know, kind of legitimate, right? None of them were answered in the movie and i think that was the point of the movie if you introduce the villain you might as well introduce the threat the first time we got introduced to thanos we understood thanos is this madman who wants all the infinity stones and obviously we didn't know about his end game actually yeah his end game until infinity war that he wanted to wipe half of the universe but we still knew what he was trying to do we still don't know what kang is trying to do is he like trying to purge timelines that where he exists and if there's a console of Kang, if there's a war, like we, we don't know. And the multiverse as well, since we, we've had two, I, I, I would say, yeah, a Doctor Strange, the multiverse of madness, and now Ant-Man, we've had two projects literally supposed to give us more intels of what the multiverse is, and there's no, like, there's no, like, there's no information. I, I, I can't even tell you what the fuck it is, like, it still don't too much sense. It still don't make too much sense. It's harder to find. You know, like I said, there's a confusion between like the time travel and the you know jumping between universe. And like I said, since if we are like sixteen or eighteen projects in the multiverse saga, we should know what what it is. Like that's so that's another thing. Like to me, that didn't they do a really poor job of explaining to us what the multiverse was and what it was about. Right? It's the same thing for the quantum realm. Like we don't know what the fuck the quantum realm is uh, yes it is this universe they're all super small but we don't know like you know there was a point when they were talking about introducing fantastic four and maybe they've been trapped in the in the quantum realm but obviously they're not 
And yeah, like I said, it's, it, the movie, like I said, it sounds like I'm really being super negative, but like I said, I did like the movie, but it felt more like a missed opportunity more than anything else. But like I said, it's not like the worst piece of trash movie that I've seen in my life, right? It's like, I'm almost done with the negative and then we'll, we'll jump out the positive. I think another negative is like Casey Lang, like Scott Lang's daughter, the, the characters, like, I, I really didn't like the character. It's not due to the performance of the actress. I just think that, you know, she wasn't interesting. Like, she was poorly written. Like, you know, it's the, the always the same, like, rebellious teen. She's super smart, but she's a rebel or whatever. It's like, if you think about it, I, I don't know. I think I read this. I don't know if it's on Reddit or whatever, but I read this, this shit, like, one day. It's like, if you take the character of Cassie Lang from Quantumania, America Chavez from uh, Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, Kamala Khan from Miss Marvel, Kate Bishop from Hawkeye, Riri Williams from like Wakanda Forever, they're literally the same character written like every time. It's the same character every time. I don't know if the end game is just to do a young team of Avengers, whatever, but they need to, because it's literally the same individual all the time. And to me, like at that point, I'm bored with it. Like I ain't trying to watch the same movie like the same character again and again and again and again and again and to me although i think the standout are probably kate bishop and river williams because they were actually fun and i like to see them on screen the rest like to me they just felt like flat and kamala khan let me say kamala khan as well but i don't know like i, I don't even understand like they should put more effort if they those people those young ladies are supposed to be like actually actually factor in mcu they should take more time to kind of, you know, bring us, like, give us a little bit more depth to those characters. Because to me, they really felt like, like, blend. Aside from the one that I just, you know, uh, uh, gave you guys. Like I said, yeah, Casey, Casey, Cassie Lang wasn't that great to me. So, now I'm done with the negative. I know, I know. I just, I took a lot of time. It doesn't sound like I like the movie. But those are, like, just, like, the small and big things that I didn't like the movie. Now, I'm going I'm to end up, like I said, I wanted to end up on a positive note. And I'm going to tell you what I did like about the movie. I think the standout thing, a character of the movie, the reason why I say it's not a bad movie and it actually is a really good movie, maybe not the greatest, but it actually is a cool movie, right? It's Jonathan Major's portrayal of Kang the Conqueror. To me, he is probably, you know, we'll see in the Avengers movies, but I think he has the potential to be as menacing as threatening as complex as interesting as multi-dimensional for lack of better words as thanos and i think that not only he gave us a really good window of what kang is which is like you know a conqueror right this ruthless conqueror really doesn't really care about no one else and he's super powerful almost like godlike figure but jonathan major brought us like such force to the character to the point that it was hard for me to really acknowledge anyone else in the movie and that's one of the reasons why to me i can't say it's a bad movie but just because of that performance it was worth the wait just for him like to me he's the highlight of the movie like that's the reason why the the movie worked his performance was just like nothing short but amazing like i said a really different villain from thanos um but he's as threatening and menacing if not more and I love the fact that, you know, we don't necessarily see him doing all the conquering, you know, when he's destroying all these, like, dimensions and killing all these people. But I love the fact that we still know that, you know, he's about his business. That's one of the reasons why I like him so much. And, 
even the idea of giving him a pass with Janet Van Dyne to the point that they kind of, I ain't gonna lie, I think they fucked, bro. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I think the two of them fucked. No disrespect. I ain't trying to slut shame um, the Wasp, like the original Wasp, like Janet Van Dyne. But I think when she was in the quantum realm, she was getting in, bro. Like she, she definitely had a great time. Remember when Ant Beam was trying to, you know, talk to Ants, blah blah blah, trying to find, you know, like a way to, you know, like, I think he kind of gave up. But we didn't see him too much going as wild as she did. But I think when she was in that quantum realm, she had a great time. Let me just say this, and she, as she's supposed to be, but damn. I genuinely, yeah, I th I, you know, like I said, I think they fucked, like, it's just, that's just me, right? Ain't no disrespect either, like I said, she's free to do whatever the fuck she wants, but damn, when she was in that quantum realm, she did not lose, not one second, bro. It's like, whenever we met a new character, there was, like, a potential, yeah, I, I fucked him too, like, it's like, again, like, it's just, you know, it's a whole phase, like, but the thing is, if you have a phase that lasts, like, 20 plus years, it's not even a phase no more, like, it's like a life, so she had a whole life, a whole life. But although, like you know, the 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 relationship that they got together, yeah, was super interesting as well. I do not necessarily know what his mission was. Like I said, they said that you know he wants to come back in the time to avoid a war, but he's as bad as the others. So you know, it kind of makes from Scott Lang's perspective sense why he wouldn't let him get out of the quantum realm. But yeah, I think like he's a tyrant and he's a force to be reckoned with. And to me, Jonathan Majors, like he, st he stole like every scene that he was in. Like he had such presence in whenever we saw him that, yeah, to me, it was hard to look away. And that's one of the reasons that to me, I can't call the movie bad because that, that was the point of the movie. Like I said, it wasn't an Ant-Man movie. It wasn't an Ant-Man story. The point was to introduce Kang. And I think they accomplished that. He is who he is, and he's, you know, what he's capable of, What, it, although it's not as clear, like, his motives are, but I feel like, yeah, he probably, he, they did a great job, and that was, that's probably a really good casting, I think, they, he's probably, he's on his way, you know, if you don't know, he's in Creed as well, but I, I genuinely believe that, yeah, he's probably the new one, the next up in Hollywood, and yeah, I love, I, I'm really rooting for him, and I, I would love to see what he'll be doing in, in the next years, right? And also the fact that they established him to be like a multiversal threat. And that's the one post-credit scene when you see the army of Kang, they're just waiting to be unleashed on the Avengers. And, you know, like I said, that's probably what we will see in Avengers Kang Dynasty. So that was like a good setup on that part for like the new Avengers movies, right? And yeah, I think another positive, I mean, like I said, it doesn't sound like that, I have too much. Um, another positive is like, I love the fact that Scott finally embraced the fact that he's an Avengers and, you know, a superhero because for such a long time, he it felt like he was kind of, a, you know, reluctant to be a hero. You kind of see in the first one, but in the second one, that's not really what the movie is about. And yeah, I love the fact that now he's jacking the fact that he's an Avenger and he liked to save people, and, you know, I, I love the fact that he was trying to balance his duties as a superhero and as a dad at the same time, and I felt like that kind of gave, although I wish we could have seen more, but I felt like that was also one of the points of the movie, to see him kind of evolve and be able to embrace, embrace the Avengers side of him and the dad side of him without them two coming into, you know, 
a conflict for like you know his daughter cassie because you know we do know he loves his daughter so that was pretty much it right i know that's not too many positive but like the one that i gave which is you know jonathan major is like to me the number one and it kind of out you know match all the negative that i gave just because of him so yeah like i said to me ant-man wasn't that bad i don't really know although i do understand the criticism but i felt like people were so listen let's just be honest it's like the movie ain't that great right like i said it's not the, the best movie of all time but it's not like a 48 percent yo listen fam black adam is at 38 percent, and black adam was a piece of shit like that was that movie was trash it's not like a black adam movie like it's not 48 percent is so harsh and that, let me not just get fixated on the 48 percent because you know rotten tomatoes is probably the most known but in general i felt like people were just really harsh but it's a good movie to be honest and if you haven't watched it please go please do and make your own opinion because to be honest me i've watched it once and i ain't gonna lie to you i might watch it again if i get the opportunity i'm definitely watching it again just to see jonathan major's performance as kang because i think that that's probably the number one not just that but mostly the number one reason why you should go out there and watch two movies so you guys that was pretty much it that was my take on ant-man and it was quantumania and i hope you guys enjoyed the episode and yeah that's pretty much it for today and peace and you guys if you haven't please go check me out on all my social you have the link on the description of all the episode i'm available on instagram you can catch me on twitter as well though i do i'm gonna be honest i kind of do a bad job of responding on twitter but you can check me out on my twitter page at make sense pod on instagram as well and yeah use the hashtag make sense pod if you have any type of question the feedback if you disagree if you agree whatever i would love to hear your take on it so there you have it people have a nice weekend and peace